enough. Other rappers is delirious. Yeah, it's really that serious. Better holla if you really feeling me. I gotta keep it a hundred. Ayy, if you don't like it, then fuck it. Ayy, we gonna win in the end. Yeah, we gonna live in abundance. I gotta keep it a hundred. Ayy, if you don't like it, then fuck it. Ayy, we gonna win in the end. Yeah, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna. I gotta keep it a hundred. We gotta stop all the stunting. You know we coming from nothing. Yo, you talking about money, you bluffing. We gotta do something different. We gotta change how we live in. We gotta do better for women. We gotta do better for children. We gotta listen to victims, whether Jewish or Muslim or Christian. It doesn't matter your religion. You gotta stand against the system, or else you're just another villain. How you just sitting there chilling? Hey, Matthew. Hey, how you doing, man? It's good to see you. Yeah, very, very good to see you, man. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, come on this show. I know there's a lot going on, what you're going to talk about and everything in North Carolina. Um, I really, really appreciate this. Um, thank you so much. Well, hey, I, I appreciate you, Mark, because you were one of the first people to have me on after I declared my uh, uh, candidacy. So I appreciate it, and I enjoyed that conversation that was you know, six months ago now, man. Wow. wow. Right. And yeah, I know. Right. And uh, yeah, so it's good to see you. And uh, yeah, I look forward to talking. Yeah, it's been the right. It's 2022. Now we got monkeypox and stuff, but <laughs> I know, I know it's, it's, I know <laughs> it's like Crazy. every year. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Every year there's something you're <laughs> like, I, th I think most of us are pretty cool with stuff. I mean, not, not, I shouldn't say it that way, but like, I think we mm -hmm. kind of took years as they came. And in 2020 was just such something was something. Right. But then 2021 yeah. was like, Hey, I can do better. And now 2022 right. is like, Hey, well, well I can show you. So yeah, it is. <laughs> it, but is it, I mean, like it's, it, it, we could joke about it, but certainly the news that's coming out now about uh, the coronavirus, the BA five variant, uh, right. the, the, I forget what the variant number is, uh, BA2 point something or other in India that's that's out right now. Uh, right. Yeah, this is all dangerous stuff. And um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate being back on with you, though. Yeah, I definitely need to look into that and do a video on that because that sounds very I heard about it, but I didn't realize it was like really, really dangerous stuff. Oh, God. Yeah, that's what they're <laughs> saying, it, 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 that it's a, a pretty the BA5 is. Um, you know, I haven't read up on it as, as much as I should to be talking about it, but it does mm -hmm. seem that this idea that the variants get worse or can potentially mm -hmm. be worse. Um, you know, I, I think the hope was is that the variants, we were going to get used to it and the variants would be less and less uh, harmful. And maybe right. that's going to take a while. I don't know. But certainly there's some variants that come out, right, that have been no big deal. And other variants like Delta and Omicron that have been... Right. Very worrisome, very deadly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, thank you for giving me that because I need to look into that. And um, also, once again, thank you for coming on. And we're we're here, guys, to talk about um, the Democrats and their pettiness. Honestly, this is just a very petty situation. It, it kind of broke my heart hearing about um, what's going on in North Carolina. And you're, and it wasn't just you; it was multiple Green Party candidates. Well, I think first we should just talk about how this all started. Let's let's. Right. When did you find out that the Democrats were uh, plotting to get your name off the ballot? 
Uh, yeah, let's back it up for folks. We're, we're, we're uh, yeah. to get on to the to get onto the ballot. We had to be certified as a political party here in North Carolina. It's the North Carolina Green Party. Uh, so we were we needed to go out and get thirteen thousand eight hundred sixty five certified signatures um, or verified signatures. I'm sorry, which would then be certified. The um, we collected more than twenty two thousand five hundred signatures. And of that, uh, almost 16,000 were verified by the county boards of elections. Uh, the county board of elections are the uh, agencies that do that in North Carolina. And for people who are not familiar with the petitioning process, uh, nationwide, uh, the rule of thumb basically is that uh, three out of four signatures on a petition will count. That for every turn, every time, every four signatures you turn in, about three will count. And that's that's nationwide. I mean, that's just the way the petitioning process works. People put the wrong, right. they put their wrong address down. They think they're registered. They're not registered, whatever. So um, we were pretty much right in line with that. And so again, out of the 22,500 that we turned in, almost 16,000 were verified. So we had nearly 2,100 more than we needed in order to qualify to be on the ballot. We turned those signatures in on June 1st. Now that was our deadline to turn them into the state. The state right. then um, has a deadline of July 1st to certify us by. Uh, in addition to the state having to certify us, we also have to hold a nominating convention, have our people register as Green Party members, and then have our candidates file for candidacy all by July 1st. So a the lot state chose not to have a certification hearing for us until June 30th, which would have given us less than a day to get all those other things accomplished. So right off the bat, you're looking at you know, bad faith here on the state's part, right? So right. But the state gets these, gets these uh, 16,000 or nearly 16,000 verified signatures. Again, the requirement was 13,865. So we're over by about 2,100. And they hold on to them for the 30 days. And they say they inve they're investigating irregularities. Um, and we kind of know, they, they, they kind of point to about a batch of, that would be about 200 or so signatures. Now, that doesn't have anything to do with the 16,000 verified signatures that we turned in. These are signatures right. that they're pointing to that were never validated, never verified by the county. So never went towards the total that we needed to get uh, past the threshold. And the state uh, and we cooperate with them. They do. They're doing investigations. They never show us any evidence of fraud. They never show us any evidence of wrongdoing. They never really even show us anything that says this is the problem. And we right. go on a certification hearing on uh, on June 30th. And again, no evidence shown to us by the state that something is wrong, that you guys did X. Uh, no allegation of that. And what the state says is because that there are the State Board of Elections say um, that because there are these 200 irregularities, well, there potentially could be more irregularities. And because uh tomorrow is the deadline though there's not enough time to investigate so we're not going to certify you uh, you know and, and that was it we weren't certified and again no evidence shown to us of this you know fraud of of these of, of of wrongdoing of something that would keep us off the ballot no evidence shown that there are verified signatures had anything wrong with them that they should be invalidated. Uh, you know, and when our attorney at the hearing, who was allowed to ask one question during the entire hearing, um, and no, uh, you know, no, uh, no one ever from the state board ever asked him any questions or engaged with us. Uh, but the one question he did ask was, you know, is what you're talking about here? This could be this idea that there's potentially 
fraud, even though you've not shown it or you've had 30 days to do so and you've not shown that, um, does that apply to our, you know, 16,000 verified signatures? And mm. the State Board of Elections, through the chairman, refused to answer. And uh, then when our attorney tried to follow up, uh, the chair of the State Board of Elections shouted down our attorney and muted his microphone. And that was a due process we received. And, uh, you know, and then we like I said, were not certified in a brazenly partisan manner. Uh, you know, the State Board of Elections, the actual board of the State Board of Elections is three Democrats and two Republicans. And so it was three Democrats against and two Republicans for. And uh, yeah, so we we're not certified. And now we're in the process of fighting that. Wow. Wow. This is this this literally just sounds um, honestly just nonsense how they they treated the green party um you know it's it's just it doesn't make any sense it's not it's not right (laughs) it's fundamentally no different than the arguments that um rudy giuliani and those crooks were making in courts all across countries in late 2020 that the 2020 election should not go forward because there could be these issues, that there could be fraud, that there are problems. And then when they were asked right. to show what the fraud was, the problems were, what the issues were, they, they couldn't and they didn't. Nothing. Right. And, and this is the same thing here. All we're being told is that there could be issues and that because there could be, that means we can't certify you. I mean, a danger in this, the precedent that this sets is that no one right. will ever have a successful petition effort. No one will ever successfully achieve ballot access as long as a partisan process is able to say, well, we have concerns. And because of those concerns, which we're not going to document or delineate or articulate, we're going to mm-hmm. just say no to you. You know, and, and that's the yeah. arrogance of power we're dealing with here. That's the smugness throughout the process uh, particularly at certification hearing, the attitude was, we don't like this, so we're not going to do it. And what are you going to do about it? Yeah. And and the fact that there was three people on the board that voted not for it that were Democrats and the other two were Republicans that were for it just speaks volumes that mm-hmm. they definitely colluded together. Yes, I'm going to use the word collusion because mm-hmm. that's, what, that's what they're doing. They're right. colluding to suppress other parties from getting a chance to have a seat. That's exactly what's happening. And this has been going on forever. Like I shoot stories in New Haven working with Peter Gosselin at Green Party. Like Democrats told me that we were still in their votes because the votes, the voting was so close. They 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 put the anger towards us that it was so close that William Tong won by the hair of his skin. It was like, oh well, you guys like got two thousand votes, so maybe if you guys didn't take those votes, he would have won easily. I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> like just even from that level, and now they're right. to the point where they're just like getting a chance to just snub you and block you. You got text messages from them as well, too. Right. Well, that's a whole that's a whole parallel effort to this. Well, right. I'm talking about just a state board of elections. And just to go back yeah. to the point, someone on Twitter from overseas said something uh, the other day, said uh, he basically said, hang on, wait a minute. You're telling me that in order for a political party or a candidate to get on the ballot in the United States, the other two political parties have to allow them. Right. Yeah. You know, just, you know, they, they, yeah. that kind of simple statement, that kind of like, hang on a second, this is how it works, really cuts through <laughs> it all. Exactly. Right. I mean, like the kind a of like, of yeah, don't know that. yeah, yeah, that's how it is, though. 
Um, and so the, the parallel thing, and it just in addition to what's going on with the State Board of Elections, at the same time, right. and there's collusion here, right? Because, we, right. again, it, it, this is a, a, a partisan process of something that should be nonpartisan that is partisan. Um, right. You know, this idea that the Democrats control the State Board of Elections. And if the, if the governor was Republican, the Republicans would. And I have no right. doubt if we were a conservative party going in there, the Republicans would have voted against us, the Democrats for us. The um, what happens, though, is a few weeks ago, after we've turned in all our signatures to the state board of elections, uh, we get told that the Elias law firm is down here uh, from Washington, D.C. And uh, this is Mark Elias's law firm. Mark Elias is arguably the most prominent Democratic attorney. Um, in uh, the country. The Elias Law Firm actually bills itself as being the largest and most powerful democratic law firm in the nation. Um, and so about two, uh, three weeks ago, we get told they're down here. Um, about two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, we start hearing from people saying, hey, I got a phone call asking to have my name taken off the petition. And then we start hearing from people saying, I got a phone call asking my name to be taken off the petition. And they said they were calling from the Green Party. And uh, what, what was occurring was that, what? The, yes, the Elias Law Firm, uh, on behest of the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, the DSCC, uh, received the petition records from the State Board of Elections. They somehow matched those names up with phone numbers, probably you know cross-referencing them with Democratic Party databases, and right. started calling people. And saying, you know, it's under the guise that this is kind of an integrity check to make sure people really did sign the petitions. And uh, what they do is they ask, did you sign a petition or not? And then the person says, yes, they go into a whole pitch about how the Greens are going to help the Republicans. Uh, the Democrat, you know, if, if you keep your name on a petition, this will allow the Republicans to win in November, et cetera, et cetera. Um, at times they identify themselves as, as a Democratic Party. Other times they refuse to say who they were calling on behalf of. And then at other times they said they would call, uh, they were calling on behalf of the green party. And we actually got that on audio. One of our members was able to capture that because we knew it was coming. They were calling us multiple, multiple times a day. People were being called five, six, seven times a day by these auto dialers. And then the text messages started showing up and the tech, I got one of the text messages, you know, same thing too, asking me to take my name off the petition saying that, uh, the Green Party helps Republicans. Uh, some text messages talked about fraud, uh, that the North Carolina Green Party had committed fraud to get on the ballot, uh, which, again, there's wow. no evidence. Those are just allegations that were put out there just to damage us. Right. You know, and then people started showing up at people's homes. They started uh, the Democratic Party started sending people to go door to door, including the people who had already told them, I don't want my name taken off. So you get a phone call or a text, you say, keep my name on. Somebody still shows up at your door. And at this point, I believe, is when they start saying that they're with the state board of elections as well, that I've come from the secretary of state uh, or I've come from the state board of elections to check this. And uh, yeah, so very, very insidious and nefarious, uh, you know, deliberately misleading, lying to people to confuse them and to get them to retract their name from petitions. Uh, and of course, using harassing, coercive, bullying uh, language to try and get people to change or to remove their names from the, from the, from the ballots. Wow. I'm just like hearing all this in shock. Cause like for one thing, being a entity, like a democratic party to do the best that you can to try to uh, get some other candidate off the ballot. That's not democratic as a democratic party. I, I like, 
okay, I, w- I was expecting that, but to hear that they was impersonating also, it just used, they didn't even have like their own like joint together speech. It seems like it was just a, a, a chaos to try to do the best they can. Like they was just like, like, like basically like speeding up the process yeah. or just going crazy, rushing, all that stuff, just to just right. to get you guys' names off the ballot. Right. There was no strategic plan. And they're they're saying that Green Party members are saying that they're this, they're that. Like they're lying to people on the phone. They're going up to their houses. They're like, right. This is just it, like it's it is, so it's, dirty. It's, it's, <laughs> It is. It's so dirty. Uh, this is one of the pitfalls of the arrogance of power, right? That you get smug, right. that you get conceited, that you you underestimate who you're against. The you know why didn't they think that at some point we're going to figure this out and one of us is going to record it? You know uh, why are you going to send this text message to the candidate? Why are you going to call party members? You don't think we're going to fight back? You know, but there's right. it's that arrogance of power. You know that 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 right. allows them to behave like this. Because they feel like they're entitled to do it, um, right? Yeah, it, it's, we're the uh, vanguard yeah. party. That's what it is. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, and and uh, you know, and, and their messaging was confusing. I've seen some text messages that were deliberately laid out to be uh, twisted, to be confused, right? So that you said it would say stuff like, "You would do you, do you want to take your name off the ballot?" You would say no, and then it would say, "Thank you for agreeing to take your name off the ballot." Click on this oh link to take God. it in. Right. And then it would then then the way it was phrased with was was where it would very be easy for you to hit no when you mean yes. Like the way they use their negatives, right? Um, it would be, be such a, a, a the language was laid out in a way to confuse people. In other times they would say to people things like, Well, no, you don't worry about the Green Party. They're already on the ballot. This is about a certain aspect, but will help the Republicans. So like making some <laughs> nonsensical argument about it, but that would confuse people. And then they start talking about fraud. And then they, they mention the state board of elections and people get scared and they take their name off and everything else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, it, 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 there's a lot of levels to this. I mean, I guess I should say out of mm-hmm. 16,000 verified signatures we had, they only got about 140 people to say, take my name off. So it wasn't well, very successful. Good. Yeah, yeah, but right. but it sets up all their challenges. So as we have to go right. and contest the state now and fight the state, right. we know that what's lurking out there is the Democratic Party, their biggest law firm, the Democratic Sanitary Campaign Committee, who, when we defeat the state, will then step mm-hmm. in and then challenge us on a host of other, you know, I'm sure I'm going to have to go and prove that I'm a North Carolina resident, right? Even though it's, I clearly am. You know, but I'm sure I'm going to have to bring my driver's license and the deed to my house and, you know, whatever else to prove it because they're going to challenge it. And they just throw these obstacles up to exhaust us, to, 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 to drain our resources, to put stress on us. Right. So we start fighting each other. You know, all that. This is all a strategy. It also does on the, the what it does to people who sign petitions is it causes them to not want to sign petitions in the future. Look, if I'm going to sign this petition yeah. and I get harassed and someone's mentioning right. something about fraud and, uh, you know, I'm not going to sign in the future. I'm not. Right. People are already reluctant to sign petitions because of all kinds of reasons. They don't want to be asked right. for money. They don't want to give up their, their information and have it then be spammed by whatever or, or, you know, I mean, so there's all kinds of very valid, good reasons not to take part in a petitioning process. And then you drop this on top of it. And this really is. It, it, it's in, it just goes back to the whole point of what we're doing here. The two party system is undemocratic. It's corrupt and it's harmful. 
Exactly. This is just this this does nothing but just prove our points about mm-hmm. how the two party system is just so flawed. You're so correct right. because as much as as much as they can try to defend themselves and try to say that what they're doing is to to help people and stuff like this, they do all this dirty stuff. Like, there ha- is there a conscious with people in the Democratic Party? Are they really just so driven? That they are like, okay, we we are the only ones that can give you salvation. You have yeah. to do what we say. Give it to us. Don't give it to the Green Party. Don't give it to the Libertarians. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, man, they're not even arguing. They're not it's even so arguing. They're not even arguing for salvation. What they're going to provide? Their their argument right. is: be happy with the crumbs that you have, because the Republicans in power, you won't even get crumbs. So be happy with the crumbs exactly. that you get. You know, and that's that's there. And it's an it, there's an entitlement to it. There, there's a, a right. uh, this this, um, uh, you know, belief that they are owed people's loyalty, that they don't have to go out right. there and earn votes, that people based upon and this gets into the dangers of, of like identity politics as they're realized through the Democratic and Republican Party. Not saying anything exactly. about uh, identity politics in general, in the sense of standing up for your community and, and everything else, mm-hmm. but this idea that it's a red blue dynamic, right? You right. know, and and this, so that's the danger of it is that it gets so simplified to this good versus evil struggle, and where yeah, exactly, you're getting crumbs, you better like it because if the other side comes in, you won't even get that. And on the other side, what they say is like you're getting crumbs, don't. You know, it, it don't if you let that if you let the blue people in, they're going to take your crumbs and give it to people who don't deserve it. Right. You know, I mean, right. like that's their argument, but they're basically the same arguments. Um, this idea that right. be happy with uh, the, 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 the little bit you're getting. Right. 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 And I think that this so you guys are doing a lawsuit and I I think that this can be something that can um, break. The break the boundaries that a lot of third parties deal with when it comes to dealing with these two bourgeois systems, um, systems, these two bourgeois parties, yeah. um, because it, it all starts with something local before it gets blown up. Which I'm so glad that you guys are doing this. Is there anything you can say about that suit? I know you gave a little. No, I but- can't. I can't. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, know. I figured yeah. you can. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It, we're we're moving. Um. You know, we have a variety of, of, of administrative and legal options available to us. Uh, so mm-hmm. it may not be a suit exactly, you know, but but mm-hmm. um, we have a variety of, of options to us and uh, we're moving on it. Right. And uh, I certainly will let you know what we do and how we do it, um, awesome. you know, but it's, we're, the idea that we're, we're, we're not going to uh, not do anything about it. Uh, if right. that's what they thought, I don't know where they right. got that from. So we're definitely going to fight <laughs> this every possible way we can and, you know, take advantage of this because it is, as we were saying, this proves our point. This shows exactly what, uh, you know, what the system is like, how exclusionary it is, how how uh, corrupt it is in the sense, as we were talking before, about the collusion that exists. You know, this, yeah. I, like, like I said, the, the issue with the State Board of Elections and Elias Law Firm, DSCC, are kind of separate, but there's a lot of crossover going there. You know, there's exactly. a lot of, right. And so um, this is a fight that's worth having. We're excited for this fight, you know, and um, we expect uh, 
I shouldn't say expect, I'm confident we will get our rightful spot on the ballot and be able to represent uh, those issues that otherwise aren't going to be represented on the ballot if we're not there. And I think that's what threatens them so much. I think there's two things that threaten the Democratic Party here and by extension, then the mm-hmm. Republican Party. One is we went out there and we did it like our folks went out and did amazing. And they, 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 they organized uh, and they executed and they were met with a great wave of enthusiasm for what we're doing. People who didn't agree with us, people who are, who are you know, we're a socialist party. People who are anything but socialist were saying mm-hmm. to us, look, I'm, I'm not going to vote for you guys, but you need to be on the ballot because we need more options. We need more change as we have what we have now is failing us and hurting us. That was right. well recognized. Uh, you know, that in terms of the reception that we were that we received and then our success in our, right. our, our petitioning efforts. The, and, uh, the other side of that, then, is that all those issues, uh, single payer health care, affordable housing, living wages, action on the climate, ending the war on drugs, all kinds of different different things. Look, we just you know, we, we, we continue to see this, uh, you know, of violence in all forms, economic, uh, state, police, you know, I mean, every, we'll be the only ones on the ballot arguing against that, trying to stand up for people. And it's so it's not about me. It's not about the Green Party per se, but it's about right. the fact that the issues that we represent and the constituency where those issues come from are a threat to the donors of the Democratic and Republican Party that, you know, single payer, uh, you know, affordable housing, living wage, et cetera, et cetera. Those are all dangerous to the profits of the companies that underline the two party system. And that's why they're so desperate not to have us on the ballot. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, the fact that they went to bounds like this shows how afraid they are. And it, and, and it, and that, it shows the power dynamic, how it shifts yeah. as well, too. Because you actually have signatures of working power, honestly, compared to their signatures. Everybody just like, oh yeah, I saw them at the fair. They got they said this is nice, this is nice. Uh, they're not gonna do half of that. In the back of their mind, when someone votes for a Democrat, majority of the time they're already like they're not gonna do half of that. They're probably not even gonna do all what they're about to say. Like there's no there's no really like trust within the democratic party that used to be like probably back in 2003 or something, there's no trust anymore. So of course they went to this bounds because if they did that, they thought they was going to lose the Matthew Ho. That's what it was. They feared that you was going to take one of their seats. (laughs) Well, and the way they see it, they, they see it. They've got that entitlement. Look, a bunch of years ago, I worked on a 501 C4, you know, political action committee. Mm -hmm. I was on the board. I didn't work on it. I was on the board. And um, there are folks in that organization who are working on the whole turn Texas blue uh, uh, mm. uh, campaign. Right. And this was 12 years or so ago. So 2010, 2011, 2012. And, um, you know, when you got down to it, uh, you know, what are your arguments for turning Texas blue? And it was simply because, well, there's a lot of brown people there and those brown people have to vote for us. They're not going to vote for the Republicans. I mean, that was the argument that we're entitled to their vote because they are brown people. I mean, that, that was the argument. I mean, I'm like, I don't mean to be glib or anything, but that was the argument. And that by 2022, right, 2024, Texas would be a blue state. And I mean, you saw what happened. Uh, you know, half right. those folks they registered ended up voting for Donald Trump and for Greg Abbott and Ted Cruz and all those. I mean, because, again, the, the, the arrogance was there that who else? Mm-hmm. And this goes back to like what remember Joe Biden said a couple of years ago. You know, right. if, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. 
You know, I mean, yep. like that entitlement, that, that, right. I that mean, and, and, yeah. And so I think that underlines it. And the Republicans are the same with their base, yeah, right. you know, right. with, with their folks in, in red areas and rural areas, you know, with, 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 with uh, uh, lower income white folks, you know, that's how they treat them. You know, uh, yep. so it is you, you see this across both parties and the parties are really mirrors of, of each other. And, you know, that mirror has that foundation of corporations and banks keeping it upright. And and, and, and for closing, uh, again, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I wish I could talk to you more, but I got so much other stuff to go on right now. And I know you're a very, very busy man. So I don't even want to take up more of your time. No, yeah. no, I, I enjoy this talking with you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> but in closing, I, I think I think that uh, the, there's something good that's going to come out of this. Um, I have some optimism. I'm gonna give my socialist optimism that I've been trained to to do so good mm-hmm. not all times be optimistic. So this is socialism optimism, and I think this is some really good optimism, honestly, because I feel like that you guys. It's a big state, and and you're making noise. I heard about you, um, in your situation on Jamal Thomas. I listen to Jamal Thomas every single morning, and okay. a CIA, CIA agent mentioned mentioned what you was dealing with as well too. And I heard about you on other progressive platforms as well. So it's making waves of what's going on, and I and I hope that people, progressives, and Everyone, everyone that's on the left side, the left wing side, notice this and see this when they look at that ballot box and they actually try to take time to look at other candidates instead of being drawn into the the, the AOCs. Push AOC to be a candidate like the Green Party. Don't push AOC to not be a candidate like the Green Party. That's what you need to do. You need a, a real strong leader that can that can actually stand for the people and not tokenize the people. <laughs> Exactly. You know, one of the things we have to do is continue to build, right? We have to continue right. to create a party that gives, has the resources so that an AOC or say a Nina Turner, um, you know, right. would run as a green or as a socialist uh, third party. It doesn't have to particularly be the green party. I don't believe green. Right. Um, and it, but what we have to continue to do, and a lot of people have been doing this already. So I mean, I don't want to step on any toes because a lot of great folks have been building that have got to this point and then we got to keep building further is build our infrastructure. Right. And so it's just not getting candidates. It's making sure that there are treasurers and campaign managers, uh, people who can right. run campaigns, a variety of different levels and a bunch of different functions so that we can, you know, put together these can these campaigns that get in front of folks and people realize, okay, this is a real good alternative. These people right. represent me and my family. You know, that, that's, you know, they, these, these folks are talking as if they actually care about working families and want to do something because we do. Right. You know, and then the big thing though, for me is to always come back to that. Day. We have to be part of a movement, right. You know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever banner we put in underneath, but like that, the political party is just one arm of the larger body, you know, and that there are other arms, uh, uh, mutual and community aid, direct action, uh, labor organizing, uh, you know, a variety of other functions, communication, media, education, you know, that are part of this body and that the party, the political party is just one appendage that serves a function and it is always responsible to the constituency. And that's what we really have to continue to do and grow. And we have to get those linkages. I mean, we've seen such great stuff with the labor movement 
in the last year or two, right? I mean, we have oh, to yes, interview that. Right? <laughs> we have this technology that allows us to do like we're doing right now. Like, 10 years mm-hmm. ago, we would have tried to do this on Skype and it would have sucked. Right. I mean, like, you know, we work that well. You know, I mean, so like we have, I mean, all these things are intersecting. We we saw with uh, um, hey, we saw two years ago at this point, we're in the middle of of the 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 post-George Floyd the George Floyd protest movement. And uh, what was that? 25 million people took to the streets. I mean, we start integrating these things, right? And really functioning as a body, uh, that's gonna make a very real impact on our society and the urgency is i don't have to explain this to, to many people right the urgency is now let alone what's coming with the climate collapse but the urgency now because the status quo is deadly for so many people so uh, yeah no I, I appreciate what you do because i do believe that the work that you're doing and so folks watching and listening please support support jamar you know because he and others like him are the linkage that allows all those parts of the parts of the body to communicate with each other, to interact with each other, to, to link with one another. Without this communication piece, we're just all doing our things separately. And so right. please support this platform, other platforms, uh, other people like Jamar who are doing this work, because that's what we need to move this movement forward, grow it, build it, and eventually win. Thank you so much, Matthew Ho. And I hope you, and thank you so much for that shout out. That really means so much to me. And I hope you have a really good day and keep on fighting, brother. Hey, you as well. Thank you. Blank period, yeah. I'm a black, brown, and indigenous. Gotta holler if you really feeling this. Gotta holler if you really real enough. Other rappers is delirious. Yeah, it's really that serious. Better holler if you really feeling me. I gotta keep it a hundred. Hey, if you don't like it, then fuck it. Hey, we gonna win in the end. Yeah, we gonna live in abundance. I gotta keep it a hundred, ayy. If you don't like it, then fuck it, ayy. We gonna win in the end, yeah. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna. I gotta keep it a hundred. We gotta stop all the stunting. You know we coming from nothing. Yo, you talking about money, you bluffing. We gotta do something different. We gotta change how we living. We gotta do better for women. We gotta do better for children. We gotta listen to victims, whether Jewish, Muslim, or Christian. It doesn't matter your religion, you gotta stand against the system, or else you're just another villain. How you just sitting there chilling?